Hello and welcome to the History of English Literature, Episode 2, Unit 2. The University Wits and Christopher Marlowe. The University Wits is a name given to a group of writers who flourished in London in the last 20 years or so of the 16th century. The most notable members, all of which went to Oxford or Cambridge, were men like Christopher Marlowe, Robert Greene, Thomas Nash, who went to Cambridge, and John Lilly, Thomas Lodge, George Peel, who went to Oxford. Thomas Kidd is also sometimes included in this group, though he was not believed to have studied at university. They are reputed to have used the Mermaid Tavern in Bread Street of Cheapside to meet. Shakespeare was not a university man and in his romantic comedy Love's Labor Lost circa 1595 there is a certain amount of mirth and wit at the expense of the university wits. Others who have been identified as university wits include Matthew Royden and Thomas Watson, likely both Oxford men. This diverse and talented loose association of London writers and dramatists set the stage for the theatrical renaissance of Elizabethan England. They were identified as amongst the earliest professional writers in English and prepared the way for William Shakespeare. The term university wits was not used in their lifetime but was coined by George Sainsbury in 19th century a 19th century journalist and author. Sainsbury argues that the rising sap of dramatic of dramatic creativity in the 1580s showed itself in two separate branches of the national tree. Edward Albert in his History of English Literature 1979 argues that the plays of the university wits had several features in common these were four in number a there was a fondness of heroic themes such as the lives of great figures like mohammed and tamburlaine b heroic themes needed heroic treatment there was a great fullness and variety in these splendid descriptions long swelling speeches the handling of violent incidents and emotions these qualities excellent when held in restraint or only too often led to loudness and disorder c the style was also heroic the chief aim was to achieve strong and sounding lines magnificent epithets and powerful declamations this again led to abuse and to mere bombast mouthing and in the worst cases to nonsense in the best examples such as in marlowe the result was quite impressive d the themes were usually tragic in nature for the dramatists were as a rule too interested in earnest to give heed to what was considered to be the lower species of comedy the general lack of real humor in the early dramas is one of the most prominent features humor when it is brought in at all is coarse and immature Almost the only representative of the writers of real comedy was Lilly. Christopher Marlowe. Christopher Marlowe lived between 1564 until 
He was an English dramatist, poet, and translator of the Elizabethan era. Marlowe was the foremost Elizabethan tragedian of his day. He greatly influenced William Shakespeare, who was born in the same year as Marlowe, and who rose to become the preeminent Elizabethan playwright after Marlowe's mysterious early death. Marlowe's plays are known for the use of blank verse. Marlowe attended the King's School in Canterbury, where a house is now named after him, and the Corpus Christi College in Cambridge, where he studied on a scholarship and received his Bachelor's of Arts degree in 1584. In 1587, the university hesitated to award him his Master's of Arts degree because of a rumor that he intended to go to the English College of Rheims, presumably to prepare for ordination as a Roman Catholic priest. In 1593, Marlowe's career was cut short because after being accused of heresy, he was arrested and put on a sort of probation. On May 30th, 1593, shortly after being released, Marlowe became involved in a tavern brawl and was killed when one of the combatants stabbed him in the head. After his death, rumors were spread accusing him of treason, atheism, and homosexuality. And some people speculated that the tavern brawl might have been the work of government agents. Reputation amongst contemporary writers. Whatever the particular focus of modern critics, biographers, and novelists for his contemporaries in the literary world, Marlowe was above all an admired and influential artist. Within weeks of his death, George Peel remembers him as Marley, the muse's darling. Michael Drayden noted that he had in him those brave translunary things that the first poets had. And Ben Jonson wrote of Marlowe's mighty line. Thomas Nash wrote warmly of his friend, the poor deceased Kit Marlowe. The most famous tribute to Marlowe was paid by Shakespeare in As You Like It, where he not only quotes a line from Hero and Leander, but also gives to the clown Touchstone the words, When a man's verses cannot be understood, nor a man's good wit seconded with the forward child, understanding, it strikes a man more dead than a rec- great reckoning in a little room. This appears to be a reference to Marlowe's murder, which involves a fight over the reckoning of a bill, as well as a line in Marlowe's Jew of Malta, infinite riches in a little room. Shakespeare was heavily influenced by Marlowe and his work, and can be seen in the reusing of Marlowe's themes, namely in Shakespeare's plays Antony and Cleopatra, The Merchant of Venice, Richard II, and Macbeth. Dido, the Queen of Carthage, the Jew of Malta, Edward II, and Dr. Faustus are respectively the plays of Marlowe that Shakespeare was inspired by. The dates of compositions of Marlowe's works are as follows. Plays Dido, Queen of Carthage, circa 1586, possibly co written with Thomas Nash, Tamburlaine, Part 1. Circa 1587, Tamburlaine Part 2, Circa 1587 to 1588, The Jew of Malta, Circa 
डॉक्टर फॉस्टस सिरका 1592, एडवर्ड द सेकंड सिरका 1592, द मैसेकर एट पेरिस सिरका 1593, पोइट्री The translation of book one of Lucan's Parcelia. Translation of Ovid's Elegies, circa 1580? Question mark. The Passionate Shepherd to His Love, pre 1593. And finally, Hero and Leander, circa 1593, unfinished, completed by George Chapman. 1598 that is all thank you